All right. All right. Hello. How's everybody doing? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? All right. Is this a new microphone? This is so nice. So nice. Welcome to the Neil House. Welcome to Hub City Comedy, open mic comedy. Um, nervous twitch. I'm going to check my fly. Okay, we're good. I just got to do it sometimes. Uh, we are out here having a good time. A couple of shows we want to tell you about. First of all, you can find all this at our Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram at Hub City Comedy. We got a huge show coming up, Last for Life, and that is at the Singer Theater with Bill Ingvall, everybody. That's August 1st. First day of August coming up right around the corner. You can get your tickets online at laughsforlife.com. Laughs for Life, don't get me lying, but that is a cancer charity. Is that right? All right. That's awesome for a good cause. Uh, later on tonight, we're going to end the show with a little roast battle, if you want to stick around for that. Uh, my name is Mark Brooks, the greatest open mic comedy host ever. Um, that's just my Facebook name. Um, but anyway, welcome y'all here. I do want to clear some stuff up. Uh, yes, I have a gap right here between my teeth. I know you noticed it. I know you're looking, ladies. Yes, I like gap-tooth women. I don't know what's wrong. Yes, we gap-tooth scissor kiss. Yes, we do. That's a thing that's out there. It's some freaky shit. You can look it up. It's like a whole Pornhub section to gap-tooth scissor kissing. Um, but my gap's a little tight. I don't know. We'll get off that. Oh, uh, Clay Edwards here. Clay Edwards? Is that the last name? What's your last name? Parker. Parker. Why? Who's Edwards? Anyway, glad to see you're feeling better. Timothy said you was feeling better. Anyway, I got a couple of The, uh, let's see. I found out how to tell if you're poor or not here in the South. It's how close your toilet is to your tub. Uh, that'll tell you right off the bat. Uh, I figured that out while I was on the toilet and my leg was touching the tub. <laughs> I was like, hey, maybe you haven't achieved all of life's mysteries just yet. <laughs> Mom, bring some toilet paper. Uh, it's getting crazy. I do live with my parents, divorced. I did have a life for like 10, 11 years, but that's gone. Uh, I live in my parents' trailer in Mississippi, and then I went bald and the gap tooth we covered earlier, and you see the belly. I know you've noticed the belly right off the, I'm not hitting on shit, that's all I'm saying. List of facts of why I'm not hitting on shit. Uh, but I think the belly could be a fun thing. Like if you were on top, you know, we got intimate, you could turn around like a, like a recliner. You could just lay back, get comfortable. You ain't going nowhere for a while, I don't know. The, uh, if that doesn't work, uh, the, the best part is I'm in horrible shape. I mean, I'm a two to three year plan at best. You marry me, get some good life insurance, boom, you're in a beach house. Like, I am not going to make it long. Cheeseburgers, late nights, that's all I do. Uh, this is my strenuous activity right here was riding with someone to Hattiesburg <clears throat> and thinking of all this stuff right now. Um, I think wet dreams, I think those should be called slumber parties. Come on. Can we start a GoFundMe? What does it take? I don't know how to make things happen these days. Trump's not up to much. Come on, please. Can we do that? I just know that I went to sleep and I woke up, all my friends were there. I was like, wow, this is crazy. I don't know. The, uh, let's get this comedy started. Who wants to hear me keep on with you? All right. We've got this next guy. He is from, I don't even know. He lives in Hattiesburg right now, but he's been in the military serving his country, so he's been all around before. The son bitch is originally from Port Gibson, Mississippi. Y'all give it up for Brandon Phillips. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are awesome, man. Um... 
Let's see how I can disappoint y'all tonight. <laughs> Ladies, I want to ask a question. Um, when you're on your period, do you buy sheets? Do you think about buying sheets before or after you're on your period? I don't know. But, uh, but if you're on your period, please let your significant other know before they buy new sheets. <laughs> my girlfriend, uh, I bought new sheets, and my girlfriend came to stay over at my house. She didn't tell me she was on my period. Woke up the next morning. It looked like I fucked up a mafia boss's uh, dinner party or some shit. They came and left a dead horse in there. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all seen Godfather? Is this relevant? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not relevant. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, man, it's been a long week. I work in retail again because I figured I'm going to hell anyway, so why not get used to it now? <laughs> uh, retail is the worst. And I work for a cell phone company too. So um, it's always like, <laughs> the ironic thing about working for a cell phone company is that the people that come in there should be nowhere near a cell phone. <laughs> Like, if an iPhone could get a restraining order on a person, it would be everybody that I talk to. <laughs> uh, please don't buy your grandparents anything electronic. Uh, anything that lights up, please don't buy it for them. <laughs> please. If it takes more than two buttons to, like, fix this problem or whatever, do not give it to them. Oh, God. Y'all know how many times I had to fix somebody's Facebook. I was like, why are you on Facebook right now, huh? All your friends are dead. Get out of here, fucking <laughs> <laughs> 70-year-old bastard. <laughs> I probably shouldn't talk about old people because I'll be old one day. Trying to ask some young whippersnapper, you know, how to uh, fucking open this contraption or whatever. <sighs> Uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, uh, what else? Let me let me do an actual joke instead of stop, so I can stop complaining up here. Maybe I should just be better at life than fucking complaining about my job. I don't know. Sound like a Republican now? Oh fuck. Maybe you should work harder. I do, bitch. Shut up. They ain't giving me no money. I need more money. You know how hard people work at McDonald's? Fuck y'all, shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? Um, Mark, you ready to come back up here? I'll do this. You, you not? Oh, shit. All right, I'll do this last one. Um, I don't hate the police. Speaking of Republicans, I want to tell you, I don't hate the police. I think the police do an awesome job, except when they don't do an awesome job. Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't have no beef with the police. The only thing I think is fucked up is when you, you ever seen these police cars they have where on the back of the car it says this car was bought using seized drug money. And I'm like, man, that's fucked up because basically they're saying this car was bought using drug money. And I, that's fucked up to me because my cousin bought his car using drug money, but he ain't bragging about the shit around town. All right, y'all, that's all my time, all right? Brandon Phillips, everybody. All right. Get out of the court. Come on now. All right. Let's keep it going. We're going to keep this train rolling. We're going to bring up your next comedian. This guy has a uh, – I'm going to tell you what I know about him. Showed up on the Hub City comedy scene and has been blazing a path ever since. Mr. Thomas Hawthorne, everybody. Give it up. He means I smoke a lot of drugs. My blazing a path. <laughs> all right, how's everybody doing? Y'all doing all right? Right on. I decided this week that I'm going to stop swearing. Like, I'm still going to cuss a lot, but I'm tired of making promises that I intend to keep. <laughs> That's too much pressure. <laughs> uh, I had a conversation today. Like, my desperate love to, to like, be right has made me sound like an asshole like a lot of times in my life. And today was one of those days. 
Like, I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine, and he was like, dude, my buddy and his girl are having a lot of arguments. And I'm like, about what? And he said, about her eating habits. I said, what? <clears throat> he said, yeah, all she eats is French fries. I'm like, oh, so she just likes French fries a lot. He's like, no, 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 all she eats are French fries. Like, that's it. I said, oh, and I've watched enough TV to know that's not just a bad diet. Like, that's a deep-seated mental disorder, like comfort food times a million. That's tied to some deep emotional trauma. Like, a lot of times those, those kids, like, who have those problems, like, were molested as kids, and his eyes got super big, and he was like, holy shit. Dude, she was raped by her grandpa, and that's a terrible thing. But I got all excited because I was right. I was just like, booyah, rape! Which is a catchphrase that I don't think is going to catch on. <laughs> uh, I went on a road trip with a, bunch of, with a bunch of dudes, and we were having some deep philosophical conversations about politics and, you know, religious doctrines and how much money it would take to suck dick. Like, how much, <laughs> like, what's your limit? And I had two extremes sitting on either side of me in the car, and it was the first time that had ever happened. Because one guy was just like, I will never sell my manhood. There ain't no amount of money that make me suck no dick. I was like, whoa. Like, no amount? That's, that's a little crazy. I was like, $3 million. You want? He was like, hell no. It's like, three, what are we even talking about? $3 million? What? Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to make fun of me? Are you going to call me names? Because I'm, I'm going to suck that dick. Like, that's... that's, that's the, that's not even in the question. Like, I'm not going to hear your homophobic slurs over the sound of the V12 of my Ferrari as I drive off. Like, what are we, this is $3 million. Lost your goddamn, I'm going to suck the marrow out them bones. Jeez. And then the other guy, he got way too eager. Like, he was on the opposite end of that spectrum. He's like, shit, a million dollars. I suck a million dicks for a million dollars. And I was like, I don't think you did that math, bud. You'd suck a dick for a dollar? I started reaching in my pocket. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that's all I got for y'all tonight. Y'all, I'm Thomas Adler. Y'all have a good night. Thomas Hawthorne, everybody. Keep it going. All right. Woo. Let's see here. Uh, I think the best part of Mississippi, I love Mississippi. The best part of it is uh, a tornado might take our house somewhere nicer, maybe. Maybe somewhere nicer. All right, let's keep the party. Where'd the list go? Timothy Watkins is the next guy. Macomb represent up in the house. Mike Townsend's errand boy right here. Oh, my God. What is going on, everybody? What's going on, people that aren't comedians also? How you doing? Mainly, this, this table and this table is mainly the table I'm going to be telling jokes tonight. You know, I like how some jokes age well. You know what I mean? Like, I like how with a little bit of time, some jokes get better and better and better. Because, you see, I had this joke about Caitlyn Jenner. And a hush falls over the crowd. I had this joke about hey, Caitlyn Jenner. And pretty much the, you know, the, the sum of the joke was, uh, I, I didn't like how people were like, oh, my God, she's so brave. She's so br I'm like, dude, she has a lot of fucking money. Like, I would definitely settle for a million fucking dollars for someone calling me a faggot, like Thomas was saying earlier. Just like, dude, just get over it. And of course, at the time, everyone was just like, oh my God, I, I just don't like, I just don't like that joke. I don't like how it, it, it hurts certain people. And I don't, but then Caitlyn Jenner came out as a Republican. <laughs> now nobody get, dude, nobody gives a fuck about her anymore, man. Dude, the second Caitlyn Jenner came out as a Republican, even the most hardcore liberals were like, Psh, whatever. Bruce, Bruce, get out of here. It's crazy, man. I don't know how to start this next uh, conversation, so let's just get into it. I've been watching a lot of Disney movies recently. Has anybody else noticed that, like, at least one character in every Disney movie is unquestionably, like, mentally damaged? Like, has some serious... Mi you can't tell me Olaf isn't autistic. Like... <laughs> You just can't Ariel from the Little Mermaid singing songs about fucking forks. Like, you don't think there's something wrong there? A little bit? Dory from Finding... Oh, my God. Dude, Dory from Finding Nemo needs fucking help. She needs... I don't know why we're laughing at this extremely tragic fucking... Ah, who are you? What's your name? What's my name? Where are we? <laughs> Her life fucking sucks. What are we doing? Why are we laughing at this person? 
This is fucking horrible. Dude, if, if one of your family members suddenly couldn't remember everyone's name, what, would, would anybody be laughing about that shit? Everybody be, would be fucking holding hands, fucking crying. We're going to get through this. We're going to fucking pray. We're going to. But if you animate that shit and make one of the most successful lesbians of all time voice that shit, and suddenly your grandma's dementia is one of the most prof profitable Disney characters of all fucking time. I can't fucking understand it. And people will, people will argue just like, oh, well, they're not mentally handicapped. They're not mentally handicapped. They're just dumb. Why do you got to make it a thing? They're just dumb. That's not dumb. All right? Accidentally saying I love you when you hang up the phone with your boss, that's dumb. <laughs> All right? Mowgli from the Jungle Book set fire to an entire fucking jungle. That's some extra chromosome shit. I don't know if, I know everybody's being silent. Like, oh, no, it's, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. That's not something normal people do. Look at all, oh my God, I can't believe, I can't believe that guy said retarded at Walmart. I can't, can you believe how offensive that is that a guy said retarded that? But hey, did you hear about that Finding Nemo sequel? Apparently, Dory can't remember whether or not she has a fucking family. <laughs> what a goober. It's like weird. That's fucking weird. That's weird shit, man. Brandon was talking about Facebook. When I, whenever I, I tell people I'm an atheist, you know, obviously it's the South, so everybody gets weird out. My main defense is Facebook. I'm like, dude, I have Facebook. There's no way I can believe in God. <laughs> like, consistently, I see shit on Facebook that ruins my day. Like, just every fucking day. And it's weird, because it's like the same Christian girl that, like, will will like post like the everyday like okay everybody proverbs 314 is your bible verse of the day have fun is the same girl that'll tag me like hey check out this video where a dog was born without legs it's like i jesus i don't know what you're trying to promote here but it's fucked up and that's all i got thank you appreciate it Wow, way to <laughs> way to ruin a cartoon fish story. Um, Dory had that accident, didn't she? Have an accident that caused her memory loss. I mean, they explained it pretty much in the movie, Timmy. It's not about your grandma, bro. It's not all about your no. All right, we're gonna keep it going tonight. A lot of fun. This next guy is also an artiste. And draws cartoons and different uh, comic strips, right? There you go. He's pretty good at it. Need to check that out. His name is Christian Corber. I'm also the one with Asperger's. Yes. Yes, thank you. It sounds delicious. If you don't know what Asperger's is, well, picture this. Imagine you're a space alien and you come down to Earth and everything's so strange to you, that's the rest of your life. And also, you go up to some guy, you have sex with his face, lay your eggs in him, and out pops a monster out of his stomach. That's Asperger's. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, by the way, uh, Timothy, you've been talking about a lot about Caitlyn Jenner, like you have a crush on her. Yes. So, but nobody really talks about the Wachowskis. The Wachowski brothers are now the Wachowski sisters. You know, the ones who directed The Matrix. Nobody talks about them. I mean, to me, they're brave. And the one thing they are not, they're not a douchebag like Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. I mean, no matter what Jenner, if Jenner has a dick or not, Jenner's still a douchebag. That's, that's my uh, problem with her. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anybody here Dr. Seuss fans? Yeah. One of my favorite books as a kid was Dr. Seuss's Butter Battle Book, where there's two sides. On the right, the ukes, where they butter their toes side up, and the Zooks on the left who butter their toes side down and they hate each other. They're at war with each other just because how different they are, how they butter their toes. And I'm thinking, how does one butter their toes side down? You know, you butter your toes on the other side. How do you do that? Nathan, 
Do you know how you do that? Show me how you do it. Like, just imagine how you, just show me. Show me how you butter your toast side down. Mm hmm. Well, you do that so well, it proves you're a communist. Yeah, that's the whole idea of the book based on the Cold War. He's a communist. Uh, butters, butter your toast side up, commie. Uh, so, um, has anybody been asked if you're ready for football? Are you ready for some football? If I get that question, it'd be like, no, no, I'm not. And I think, don't think I ever will be. Go fuck football. risk. <laughs> uh, so also. Donald Trump, you know, he tweeted a video of him wrestling like a guy with a CNN logo on him. Did anybody sell that? Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, it'd be great to see someone put Mr. Sacco in Trump's mouth. Yeah, if you get that, you're a wrestling fan. Mr. Sacco! There you go, Trump. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, oh yeah, you know, with uh, with politics and all, it's just really amazing how they try to convince people to you know vote for their side. Like going through pop pop culture stuff, you know, pop culture reference. You know, you have like these right wingers who are trying to tell you vote Republican because they're Coca Cola, and if they change, they'll become like New Coke, and everybody hates New Coke. They need to become Coco Classic. You know, Republicans need to be back in their grassroots. And I was like thinking like, oh, okay, I get it. You want to put the cocaine back in Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, you're already there with Trump brand cocaine. <laughs> oh, she's bleeding out of her face. <laughs> uh, before I go, I just want to say to Brandon... I mean, the Bre Benjamin. Hey, Benjamin. You! Benjamin. Hey. I mean. <laughs> I just want to say, since I found out that you're in the military, I, I came up with the perfect G.I. Joe name for you. Punchline. Yes, Punchline. Punchline, yes. So you, you punchline, and roadblock of GI Joe can go out and fight Cobra together, straight from Mississippi. All you need to do is learn how to rhyme. Cobra's going down when I come around. Good night. I think he's trying to say he wants to tie you to a firecracker <laughs> in his backyard. Uh, I grew up with G.I. Joe, and that's where they ended up. This next guy <clears throat> has been around for a while, and then he left and went and did bigger things in bigger cities, let's say like Houston. All the way from Houston, everybody, please welcome Mr. Nathan Hosey. There you go. So I want to comment on a couple of people's jokes. Uh, Christian saying the Wachowskis are not douchebags. I don't know. I saw their last movie with Tom Hanks and Halle Berry. After three hours, I walked out there going, those, guys, those chicks are douchebags. I don't know. I'm just like, a couple of douchebags with douchebags. That's what I say. Um, let's see here. Uh, somebody was talking about old people don't give old people technology I am with you there like and I'm young I'm done with technology okay my phone doesn't even have a camera on it and people are like how can your phone not have a camera on it how do you live I'm like well sometimes I eat and nobody knows about it so that's uh <laughs> that's how that works and uh, somebody else was talking about, like, uh, giving a man a blowjob. How much money would you, you know, to give a man a blowjob? He's like, I can't believe the guy who said he wouldn't do it. And I can relate because I am a notorious picky eater, okay? <laughs> 
It would take me $10 million just to choke down a kale salad. So I get it, all right? Uh, I, uh, I am trying to eat better. I'm, I'm trying to lose weight. I have lost some weight. And I got to tell you, it's quite the feeling to look into the mirror, watch those pounds melt away, and think to myself, wow, am I getting less attractive? Yeah. <laughs> It's real ego boost to be one of those people that healthy is not a good look for, you know? It's like, like when Al Roker went from being charming and lovable to that creepy bobblehead doing the weather. It's just not, some people it's just not a good look is all I'm saying, all right? Uh, and people ask me, well, how do you lose weight? And I'm like, first of all, you go to bed hungry because half the world's population can't be wrong, okay? Then <laughs> um, you, and you, then you, People laughing a little too much at that one, right? That's a, and uh, you got to exercise, all right? Real exercise, okay? Not walking, okay? When somebody tells me they walk for exercise, I go, oh, was jazzertized too strenuous? Which admittedly is a jerk way to talk to my grandmother, but still, it had to be said, okay? Running is exercise, walking is not, okay? I know that running is exercise and walking is not because people describe a walk as like relaxing and refreshing. You know how runners, real runners, describe a run? Brutal, okay? Nobody describes a walk as brutal unless you're doing it across a highway like Frogger, okay? That's not... Ah, geez, what, am I, what else am I going to say? Uh, oh, trying to uh, meet women is difficult for me. Somebody was talking about being an atheist, right? I, I'm, a, I'm a hardcore Christian, which makes it difficult uh, for me with women because I let them know right up front, if we get married, uh, I think that divorce is a sin, right? So I got a very tough prenuptial agreement. Here's what it says, okay? It says, if my wife divorces me, then I get the house, and she gets to burn in hell for all eternity. So that's, that's a tough prenuptial agreement, okay? I, uh, I was dating a woman uh, recently, and uh, she dumped me, and uh, she goes, I think we should just be friends. I'm like, you, you don't have to say that. She's like, I'm sorry. I've just, I've just never dumped anyone before. I don't know what to say. I'm like, you really don't need to say that. That's not... <laughs> That's not necessary, all right? Nobody needs to know that they're unwanted by the unwantedable. Is that a word? No. It's like getting bit by a rescue dog. It's just like, I thought I was helping you out. All right. Oh, God, I thought I had more. I don't. All right, that's it. Everybody, thank you. Awesome. Keep it going for Nathan Hosey, everybody. Woo! All right. Look, I will say this. Oh, I got some people coming in. Take out your phone if you don't mind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and or Hub City. Uh, I'm, I'm on Facebook. It actually helps when we're booking comics, booking shows. Please, thank you so much. Uh, our next comic, real funny. Bringing him to the stage right now. He has... An upcoming DVD, I do believe. He might can tell you about it. I don't know. Maybe I'll drop the beans. Mr. Devron Dennis, everybody. Yeah. Woo. Oh, hello, everybody. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Shit. Mark, you scared the hell out of me the way that you said he has. You sounded like Mark. Like, you have another baby coming. Like, what? No. No. No, I don't want that. Um... There's been some strange, like Nathan, you're right, there's been some strange topics tonight, like guys sucking dick, Caitlyn Jenner, but um, the sucking dick thing, it, it pinched the nerve for me just a little bit, because I'm not gay, I'm not, but I do feel very strongly about Bruno Mars, and I don't know, <laughs> like again, like, I'm not saying I'd fuck Bruno, but I'd have to kiss him on the cheek just to let him know I appreciate him. Like, cause again, man, like he got this song. Like, it, it goes like this: If you ever leave me, baby. And I thought to myself, like, boy, I'm not going no goddamn well. Like, I know, I know where your heart really is in this shit. Like, I know, I know where you really are. Like, you just fucking the mother girls, but who you come home to at night is what matters to me. Like, it's again, man, it's it's very rough. Like I said, 
not gay, but I do gay shit because, like, my best friend is gay. Now, I don't know if you know this, but when you have a gay best friend, you pick up on their, jog- their jogging, their mannerisms and shit, right? Other day, I'm at the crib, watching the game. LeBron go for an amazing dunk, right? Off the backboard, amazing. All of my boys in the house watching the game with me, everybody lose their mind. Oh, burn the man, burn the man. And I immediately stand up and go, yes, burn, yes. And then I snapped and everybody just paused and said, wait a minute, D, let's just talk about what the fuck is going on. Like, you got something you need to say? I'm like, not really. Like, I just, this is how I express myself. Like, it's okay. It's a, holy crap, there's a kid in here. I feel guilty about cursing. I'm not, I don't want to curse. I really don't want to curse in front of your son. Like, you need some water. Need some water, buddy. You dehydrated? You dehydrated? <laughs> you. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but okay. Uh, <laughs> this is so uncomfortable for me because I'm like, because I was just talking about my penis and things, and I was just, just like, <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but um, again, we were talking about the Jenners and stuff like that, and I just want, I don't know if y'all heard about what happened with Black China and Rob Kardashian, but this has been an amazing story for me because I love the underdog. I love a come up, and I've never been happier for a woman in my entire life. Like This was amazing for me because she was a stripper that got with a Kardashian and had a baby. Now, it doesn't sound like a come up to some of y'all, but as a person that wants to be a kept man, you have to understand that... There are just certain things that I want to do because I pray to write Jesus every day about me. Again, he's coming back, and I'm not going to say anything else. Like, Oh, she came up. Like, you would do it too, wouldn't you? Like, you would do it. You would do it. Like, you're supposed to do it. You and little man never worry about nothing else. Like, <laughs> he really wanted to play Marta Comeback. I'm so hurt that he couldn't. Like, he wanted to play. Like, Mama, Marta Comeback is right there. Like, please. <laughs> It's okay. He about to go get on her nerves now. Um, I don't even, you know what? I'm just going to stop because I'm just off. Like, that just threw me all the way off. Yo, bro, that's my time. <laughs> Devron D. Dennis, everybody. Terrified of children. <laughs> Terrified of children of all shapes and sizes. Uh, let's keep the fun going. This next guy has a... Another open mic on Wednesday nights. Is that going on? Not this, Not this Wednesday. Follow him. That way he'll tell you when it is. All right. Bring it to the stage. Mr. Clay Parker, everybody. Thank you, Mark. So glad Devron's here. You know, they say black don't crack, but Devron definitely does crack. So. All right. So, I was going to start this set off by saying pussy really weird, but I think that moment's passed. So, um, I'm just going to talk about what's going on in my life. Um, a lot's been going on in the past few months. Like, I got a new job. I got a girlfriend. I lost that job. I lost that girlfriend. So, you know, things are going great. Um, I actually had to break up with my girlfriend because she was a liar. She kept saying that she knew that I would never cheat on her. It was probably for the best, though, you know, like, we really weren't right for each other. Like, I'm pretty liberal, you know, she's not black, so it wasn't really working. But we, we made it work, like, we, we tried to make it work anyway, mainly because even though we weren't right for each other, like, our cats were best friends. So, like, we would get in fights and be like, yo, fuck Game of Thrones, we're going to watch, aww, and then things would be, I feel like I lost y'all when I said fuck Game of Thrones, is that too? It's like, how dare you? I don't know. I don't really know how I ever got her in the first place because it's weird. Like, I can get up here and talk to you guys, and it's no problem. But I can't talk to a girl to save my fucking life. Like, see, like, check this out. Hey, how you, how you doing tonight? Yeah? How you doing? I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I don't give a fuck. Oh, really? Happy birthday. Wait, who's? It's your birthday. Happy birthday. I still don't give a fuck, though. I'm sorry. Um... Hopefully old enough to be in a bar, I guess. I don't know. You're throwing me off really bad. 34, yeah, what he said. No, I don't know. I'm going to continue with my set. Is that cool? All right, cool. No, she's got, never mind. She's got a phone call. 
Hold on, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait till you're ready. It's cool. Is that someone telling you happy birthday? I hope that's someone that's really happy to be talking to you right now. I hope they know how much they're fucking this set up, because that would be... <laughs> no, I was not talking to you. Anyway, so the other day I went up to this girl, and I was like, hey, you, you, your, your body is good. Can I make sex on it? Yeah, I'll never go to that preschool again. Ha-ha! <laughs> Pedophiles. Thomas knows what I'm talking about. All right. All right. <laughs> so uh, I had to take my grandmother to the, the doctor last week, you know, for an abortion. And um, while I was there, I realized something, man. Abortions are really stinking expensive. Like... I don't know if you knew this, but I don't understand why people pay so much money for abortions when a baby is so easy to kill. Like, it's, it's like, what's hard is keeping a baby alive. Like, I don't, I don't understand these people, like these girls who get pregnant and then they don't really want the baby, but they're like, well, I can't really afford an abortion. Guess I gotta stop drinking. Like, no, drink more. Do all the drugs. I swear it'll be way less expensive and way more fun. But honestly, I'm kind of glad abortions are expensive because, you know, otherwise I wouldn't be here. So, no, it's true. If it, if it weren't for expensive abortions, and rape, I wouldn't be here, so I'm really happy for those two things. <laughs> All right, what a great set. <laughs> this is going fantastic. I love it. Did you guys know that the, uh, the highest IQ to be considered legally retarded is 75? Can you imagine what it's like to be a 76? <laughs> like, you're stupid as fuck, but nobody cares. I told that joke in Mobile one time, and this guy came up to me after the show, and he was like, hey, man, shouldn't make fun of retarded people. That's not cool. I was like, hey, man, you don't even exist. I just made you up for this joke so that I could do a really offensive impression of Kanye West. So, who's retarded now? All right. All right, that's all I got. Mark, come fucking take this mic from me, please. Where, where's Mark? There he is. Jesus Christ, he scared me. All right. Clay, everybody. Clay Parker, give it up. Raping grandmas everywhere. Sorry about that. Happy birthday as you leave, are you? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Wait, 34? Happy birthday, 34 girl, leaving out the door. Happy birthday. All right. Alright, our next comedian, I rode in all the way, I rode in a car, I didn't ride the next comedian, even though I would if it let me, Patrick Jerome, everybody. I was like, oh God, please don't be talking about me, please don't be talking about me, as though I hadn't just spent two hours in a car with him. Uh, anyway, as the man said, my name is Patrick Jerome, uh, and I have some... Uh, some issues with some of the jokes tonight. <laughs> Christian, I don't think you understand how Asperger's works. <laughs> Being weird and alien and awkward, yes. Laying your eggs in someone's chest so they burst out of their throat, no. That's not it, that's something else entirely. I made a similar mistake once. I attended an anti-alien uh, rally and I was there and I was like, Prometheus sucked! And these guys were like, no, not that kind of aliens. <sighs> Shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, I am recording tonight's uh, comedy. Uh, so if you didn't want to be recorded, just tell me later and I'll delete it. I promise. Uh, and it'll be up later on my website. Uh, website is uh, pearlriverflow.com. That is not a euphemism for ejaculation. I need to make sure everybody understands that. We get a lot of visitors to the website. They're like, oh, I want to see the Pearl River flow. And I'm like, dude, Mark, I told you. <laughs> Stop. <sighs> anyway. Uh, no, so um, you guys like this shirt? I don't give a fuck shirt. I don't give a fuck. I made this shirt. You can buy them from me. That's right. I got a job in a sweatshop.
but I, I'm of the opinion that any shop can be a sweatshop if you sweat in it enough. And so therefore, every store I go to is technically a sweatshop, because I'm just a sweaty dude. I, I really am. Oh, I wanted to do an impersonation. Um, this is me 10 years from now. I'm sorry we all died in nuclear war. <laughs> no one was there. Uh, I got another impersonation. This one is a um, this one is a Buddhist monk who has taken a seven-year vow of silence and is now doing stand-up comedy. No, you see, oh shit, shit! Seven years down the drink, ah, damn it! In doing my research for this joke, I discovered that you should never tell a Buddhist monk, YOLO. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, YOLO is like a hipster thing. I don't quite, I'm, I'm a little old uh, to quite get the hipster thing. I am broke enough to understand it, but I'm not, I'm not quite young enough. Um, but I do have some hipster jokes. Um, I've got two jokes. Would you like to hear about the hipster necrophiliac? Yeah, the hipster necrophiliac got caught because he was into corpses before they were cool. <laughs> he, his, actually, his crimes were stopped. Uh, he was buried alive because he was into corpses when they were still underground. That's it. That's all I've got for the necrophiliac hipster. Thank God. Uh, Anybody else think it's kind of suspicious that the Statue of Liberty really wants the tired, the poor, and the huddled masses? You know, the kind of people that wouldn't go missing if, say, a giant statue came to life and ate them? I think that's a little suspicious myself. I've got my eye on that thing. Uh, let's see, what else was I going to say tonight? No, I think I'm about done. Mark Brooks, everybody! Yeah! <laughs> Y'all keep it going for Mark Brooks. Oh, I mean Patrick Jerome. Sorry. All right. All right. Now let's uh, keep the fun going. This next guy has been a Hub City comedy staple for years. Let's bring him to the stage, Mr. David W. Smith, everybody. All the way from Moselle, Mississippi. I'm having shaking. How's everybody doing? Awesome. Nathan's talking about being uh, dumped. He's been single a long time. Long time. You, you've been single so long, you get like jealous when you see somebody's holding hostages. <laughs> like he's been holding them for eight hours now. That's, <laughs> must be nice. I'm married. My wife is kind of quirky. She does this little thing where she'll like, she'll say something and then she'll sing what she just said or sing about it. Like she's like, I'm gonna go make some coffee. And then she's like, I'm gonna go make some coffee. Two scoops, two scoops and some sugar. The other day she came home from work, pissed off, angry. I said, what's wrong? I got a speeding ticket. Fuck the police! Fuck the police! <laughs> well, she rapped it. I can't rap. You ever been on your way to an orgy and then you realize you forgot to charge your Fitbit? I did that yesterday. Twice. Um, what's going on in Hattiesburg? Like, it's a ghost town. I'm driving down... 49, the town's dead. Where's everybody at? Was it like a funeral in town or something? I don't know. I don't have any jokes. You, what do you guys want to talk about? I'm like, really, I don't have nothing. Um, what's that? What? Fireman? Spider-Man. Uh, no, I don't do that. I think Spider-Man is a ridiculous hero. Absolutely the worst of heroes. I like Deadpool. Deadpool is cool. 
I like Iron Man. Iron Man is a very cool superhero. But at the end of the day, after a long, hard day, you know who the real hero is in my book? Ottoman. Thanks for holding up my feet, Ottoman. I appreciate it. That's all I got. Thanks. <laughs> David W. Smith, everybody. All right. I'm a, yeah, there you go. Uh, let's keep the party going, Hub City Comedy. Uh, this guy is newer, at least to me. Let's welcome to the stage Mr. Justin Locklear. Hello. Brought my notebook on stage because I uh, am woefully underprepared and I didn't remember any of my jokes. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, I don't know. I don't really want to be here tonight, honestly. Feeling kind of sick. It's not that I don't like doing open mic. I like doing open mic. I just have a sensitive stomach. And I don't mean sensitive in the sense like, oh, my stomach lights the notebook. I mean, like, uh, if I eat food that tastes good or food that I like, my stomach is like, give Justin all the diarrhea you have. All of it. Um, so, with that joke out of the way, um, I don't know, I, I joke way too much, I joke a lot in my personal life and it gets me in a lot of trouble, um, so, um, this, <laughs> this next story is, uh, about the first time my friend had a seizure, and it's relevant, um, I was eating, uh, it, it's, a, it's actually very important that you know that he had a seizure before the joke starts, um, and he also doesn't want me to tell this story, but we're gonna, he's not here, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so I was eating uh, at a restaurant with my friend, and um, he just says to me all of a sudden, hey man, everything sounds really muffled, I can't really hear anything that's going on, and I was not concerned at all. I was really hungry, and I totally ignored that first warning sign. Um, so we just continue eating, and he f just passes out, he just falls face first, like out of his chair onto the floor. And I still was not concerned. I remember to this day, I remember specifically having the thought, this guy is such a drama queen. I cannot stand him. And uh, so while he's on the floor, I'm still like eating. I'm still acting like nothing's wrong. And there's a couple standing, uh, or they're eating. They're sitting at a table across from me. And they're both sitting at the same side of the table. And they're looking at me. And one of them speaks up and they say to me, hey, man, is your friend OK? And without skipping a beat, I looked both of them in their eyes, and I said, no, nah, he's fine. He just has seizures. And I went right back to eating. <laughs> and then not five seconds after I said that, he started seizing. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I remember doing like a triple take. I remember looking at them and then looking at my friend seizing and looking at them and looking at my friend. And uh, I, r I had no idea what to do. I felt like I summoned the seizure a little bit. I was like, I, I, feel, I feel like I, I said this into existence. And uh, I got up, I leapt into action, but I had no idea what to do. So I, uh, the only thing I could think to do was like to try, I tried, I did this. I tried to hold him down. I tried to like just stop the seizure with my pure strength. Uh, but I was, <laughs> but I was absolutely not that strong. And uh, don't ever do that. Also, uh, that's the exact opposite thing you should do. Um, and, uh, so, you know, actually the workers actually came out and they, they handled the whole situation. They were great. They were like, you got to put him on his side, put something in his mouth so he doesn't bite his tongue off. And I was like, this is great. You guys are amazing. And uh, I left with him to the emergency room and everything's fine. He's great now. Um, but I never saw those two people again, like in my life. So... Uh, their version of the story is that the guy that had the seizure is the shittiest friend in the world. Um, <laughs> their version of the story is like, yeah, his, you know, he passed out, and we asked him if it was okay, and he was like, no, man, he just has seizures sometimes. Like, leave him alone. Let him seize it out. Jesus. Um, I have a couple other jokes. They're pretty stupid, so just bear with me, okay? Um, I've been working on my farmer's tan so that when I take my shirt off, women think I plow. <laughs> I said that one without laughing this time. That's, that's so stupid. Okay. My, <laughs> all right, my last joke is, uh, I don't even know how to tell this joke, okay? But I've been working on it for like a month and I can't figure it out, so it's, it's yours, okay? It's called Politically Correct Jesus. And it's, 
the whole joke is that someone walks up to Jesus and they say, Jesus, can you perform a miracle for me? And Jesus says, uh, did you just assume my splendor? That's it. All right, that's all I got. Thank you, guys. Keep it going for Justin, everybody. All right. You may have seen this next guy in a Facebook Live video earlier today. You may have seen him walking down the street because he ran out of gas. Everybody give it up for Mr. Ben Compton. Uh, Mark, you ain't shit for that. Just, uh, just put that out there. How y'all doing tonight, man? Everybody doing good? I, uh, I've been going through an awkward phase in life. I'm getting older, uh, pushing 30. Older I get, the more my body's starting to change, the uh, more I realize it. Like, for example, I went clothes shopping uh, and realized I was shaped like a 16-year-old pregnant girl. And I say that because my chest says small, but my gut says large. I wish this milk would come on in and even out. Golly. It's cool, man. I can look like this. I got kids. I'm married. I'm married. Clap it up. You got kids. You glad it's summertime? It's summertime, right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Because not, not, be, not only am I not summer bod ready, uh, I got to deal with my kids full time. I'm not used to that. I'm used to having sometimes kids. Like sometimes they mine. Sometimes they not, you know? Like if my kids with me, they belong to me. But if I drop my kids off to you on Friday, don't you call me on Saturday talking about when I'm coming to get my kids. Them is your kids. So I pick them up from, on Sunday after church. You know the routine. I'm out here getting it. Don't be out here harassing me. It's crazy, man. I've got three daughters, three beautiful daughters, some of which were on purpose, you know. Like nobody ever really plans to have kids. You know, like you just wake up one day just trying to get some nookie, you know. It's crazy, man. I tried to warn my wife when we first started dating. If you don't want to get pregnant by me, you better pop that plan B pill like you was popping that thing in the club. <laughs> I compared my sperm to a suicide bomber. It's got one mission, come in there and blow that spot the hell up. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, like, I may be small, but my sperm count's large. Don't underestimate it. Don't do it. Don't do it. My family's different. I'm in what's called an interracial family. Uh, so I'm white. I know that's amazing. Uh, my wife is black. If you was keeping up with three daughters, not only am I the only male in my house, I'm the only white person in that bitch too. <laughs> All my kids put together don't even equal a whole white person. Like I'm not good at math, uh, but three-fourths ain't no whole. You know what I'm saying? It's not. I don't care how you add that up. Ain't no whole. My oldest daughter, she's the one that always reminds me I'm the only white person. Uh, like, we was watching the news the other day. Something happened. She looked right at me and was like, ugh, white people. I've never been so offended in my life. I said, first of all, Rick Ross, you're white. Like, I don't let that broke down to you real quick. That's your people on there acting crazy, too, all right? It's hard, man. It's hard. Me and my oldest daughter, we're the closest in my family. I mean, she is my oldest, you know. Uh, she's going into the fourth grade. And that's like a hard time for me because she's starting to realize like what boys are, you know. Uh, and that's scary because I'm the size of every fourth grade boy in her class. <laughs> like I never really grew up. I just got older. You know what I'm saying? I feel like fourth grade's kind of where I peaked at, you know. She came home from school one day, though, and uh, she said, Dad, she was so excited. She was like, Dad, when you pick me up, I want you to meet Garrett. Immediately, I was scared. Like, fear came over me. Because, like, Garrett sounds big. Like, that's a big person's name. I feel like your name should match you. Like, my name is Ben, short and sweet, just like me. I just imagine Garrett, like, bench pressing the monkey bars while my daughter's cheering him on in the background, you know? But I couldn't show that. Couldn't show I was scared. So I said, babe, when I pick you up from school, I got you. I'm going to meet Garrett. When I pulled up, my suspicions were confirmed. Garrett was big. I seen him out there playing. Had to show him I was there. Wanted to let him know I was around. So I slammed my car door real hard. Uh, but like my window rattled. Thought if I was like, I had to catch it like this and like shimmy it back up, you know. 
I was like, hey, you better let them know you're here. Why don't you break your car door now? You ain't got no money. Hold on now. Hold on. As I'm walking up, he, like, he's sizing me up as I'm sizing him up, right? So I said, I'm going to show him who boss is off bat. So I was going to dap him up real hard. So I did like this, and I brought it in. But when I did, he bumped my chest, and I coughed. <laughs> I coughed, like, just a little, just a little. Like, you ever been riding down the road and hit a bump, seatbelt, catch your ass off guard? That's how he got me. I didn't know how to act. I couldn't breathe, so I started yelling. I was out there like, ah! I tried to blame it on my asthma. I started reaching for my inhaler. My daughter really pissed me off because she was like, Dad, you don't have asthma? I said, how the hell you know anything about my medical history? I've only known your ass for nine years. She was so confused. She was like, because I have asthma. I said, well, give me your damn inhaler. You see me over here dying. Front this nice young man. Come on. Come on. That's the worst part about dealing with, dealing with kids, man, or having kids. It's like dealing with other people's kids. Like, I hate other people's kids. I'm just being real about it. I do. I hate other people's kids because they make me not like my kids. Have you ever had a kid over at your house? You trying to tell your kid not to do something? They got to chime in real smart. Like, my parents let me do that. Uh, well, first of all, Timmy, your parents ain't shit. <laughs> Just like they ain't here. <laughs> Guess what that means? You ain't about to be trapping out my garage, all right? Better break that brick down somewhere else. <laughs> you ain't about to make no more money than I do. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. You ain't about to do that when you finna have it. It's hard having kids in today's, in today's world. It's just hard. I had to keep up with politics more. Like I never really paid attention to politics before. Like I always assumed like choosing uh, in politics, like choosing between your main chick and your side chick. Like either way, you was finna get screwed, you know. So it didn't really matter. Uh, but watching the news more, listening to politics, I find them very comical. Like I notice things. Uh, like I like listening to President Trump talk about Russia, because President Trump always talks about Russia like a dude that just got caught cheating. With a side chick, the press is always like, Mr. President, is there any truth to the allegations that your campaign had ties to the Russians during the election? Gets real quiet. All of a sudden, he's like, wow. Wow. Really? Re Russia? Who is Russia? I've never even seen Russia on the map. Who is Russia? He tries to turn around the American people. Like the American people always pumping your head up to come at me about some old stuff, huh? Keep listening. Keep doing it. You're going to be without a president just like them. I feel like side chicks is the reason we finna have a border wall. I really do. Like, hear me out on that. I know y'all like, what? Hear me out. Hear me out. President Trump was the owner in what? Miss Universe pageant, right? Who was a contestant? Miss Mexico. For like one night, President Trump was chilling off in Trump Towers, doing what he does, grabbing life by the you-know-what. <laughs> Slid off in them DMs. Melania called him. She was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, block that bitch. In that third world country she called home. Hey, my name's Ben Compton, man. Y'all have been great. Ben Compton, everybody. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Who had fun tonight? All right. If you know anybody that's interested in stand-up comedy or anything like that or is funny, if they're not funny, come on. Don't tell them. Just don't even tell them. You know? But uh, if they are funny, tell them about it. They can come up here. They can practice. They can be superstars just like us. We're living our dreams up here, people. All right. I'm just... Uh, Going on. I do want to mention though, Last for Life, Bill Bill Inval coming to town. I can't say his name. Singer Theater tickets are at laughforlife.com, and it's time for our roast battle. Bum, 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 bum. All right. Before we get started, I want to bring our judges to the stage. Mr. Ben Compton, come on up here. Mr. Thomas Hawthorne, come on up here. And I, I really just got to. Mr. Nathan Hosey, come on up here. He's going to help us out. 
So prepared. Three bar stools. <clears throat> and tonight, for our main event, one match, one match only, we have, uh, oops, sorry about that. All right. They're not invited to the roast battle. Uh, the first person we'll bring to the stage, Mr. Daniel Wolverton, taking on Mr. Jamie Arrington, everybody. A little bit of rules I'll go over. We have a battle. We have three rounds. We do have some tiebreakers if needed. We'll get into those rules if needed. So uh, three rounds. Let's see. We're going to toss a coin, see who goes first. We're going to toss the old Mississippi coin here <laughs> in the air. Uh, who wants Longhorn? Who wants the Born on Date? Okay, Longhorn, oh, it's the born on date. Jamie, you get cancer first. Okay, Daniel Wolverton. Uh, all right, I'm going to turn it over, Mr. Daniel Wolverton, everybody. Thank you, thank you, Mark. So, Jamie used to be a mascot for the Arizona Coyotes, and that makes so much sense to me because I can totally picture Jamie as a mascot. I mean, they have so much in common. They both have terrible sense of style. They're both fun to watch because they try so hard. And they're both dickless. <laughs> Daniel, you albino boomhauer. <laughs> Daniel looks like the bastard son of Doug Funny and Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> Jamie's radio show to the talk talk or to the top talk something like that uh, is a lot like the show between two ferns except without the ferns and without a comedian <laughs> but uh, now but let's be honest that's the only reason Jamie loves roast battles it's the only time he gets to hear people talk about his radio show thank you Beavis and white bread Seriously, you are so white. What do you use for sunscreen? Whiteout? Your blood type is bleach. You know, it's too bad that Jamie doesn't have any kids because maybe then there'd be someone around to laugh at his jokes. Look, look, Jamie, I'm not saying that you write dad jokes or that you have a bland sense of humor, but when your edgiest joke is about Maroon 5... I'm just saying, you make Ray Romano look like Tony Montana. Daniel, you bisexual hobbit. Daniel looks like a human being tra transitioning into a dirty Q-tip. All right, we're going to start with our judges here. Uh, that was a nice round. Everybody give it up for Daniel and Jamie battling out here at Hub City Comedy. Mr. Thomas Hawthorne, you get a call. What are you going to call? Uh, I, I got to go, go with Daniel on this one, man. I gotta, that was like I didn't realize he actually hated him. Like, I thought, <laughs> I all right, all right. We got one for Mr. Daniel Wolverton. One more. Uh, Mr. Ben Compton, how are you going? Man, it's, it's hard because uh, – Patty Mayonnaise, that joke killed. I mean, I, I love that. But, man, I, the Ray Romano joke got me. It's got to go to Daniel, man. Got to go to Daniel. Uh -oh. All right. It looks like it's from Nathan. You, you came all the way from Houston. You might as well, you know. You don't need it. He said, I think he said Jamie, everybody. <laughs> That's the way it went. All right. Well, we got a winner here, Mr. Daniel Wolverton, everybody. He's going to learn real quick. You don't beat Jamie if you want to get on the actual show. Uh, but anyway, thank you all for coming out. Have a great time. Follow us on uh, Facebook and all that fun stuff. Laughs for Life, Bill Ingvall. Y'all know that. Have a great night.
Jamie, boom, yeah, Jamie.